It's that most wonderful time of the year. It's the Big Bash preview on Cricket Only Better. Yes, welcome back to Cricket Only Better, episode 115. I'm Ed Hawkins, and ho, 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 happy Bashmas, everybody. Oh, my Lord, it's that time of year when Ed Hawkins loses it. We're here again. It is the big bish again. Has it been a year? Probably not. It's probably been about three months since the uh, since the last tournament finished. Betting.betfairs, Paul Krishnamurti, please tell me you aren't in this same state. No, I'm completely sane at the moment, but give it a week and the ashes starts and we're staying up all night and this tournament could actually, you know, be the death of me. <laughs> I was going to say, because SportingLife.com's Richard Mann has been been heard to describe himself as buzzing for this. So I do, I, I was fearing I was the only one, I was the odd man out. Looking forward to it, Sam, looking forward to it. What more can you ask for? A plate full of turkey and a half a box of celebrations every morning over Christmas. Lovely jubbly. Exactly. Good bit of turkey. Right, let's get on with it then. The Big Bish starts on Sunday. And to be fair, if you want to know what will happen, plug this pod into your ears because we have our amazing team-by-team guide coming right up. Yeah, possible 11s. Every team ranked for boundary percentage and bowling economy. We've got top tournament bat and top bowler advice as well. And of course, our best bets. We're up 28.8 at the moment, uh, mainly due to Paul Krishnamurti. Richard Mann, you've got some work to do, but I believe in you. Um, Anyway, let's get on with it. Let's start with the outright then. Betfair exchange prices for the Big Bash 2021-22. The Sixers are the defending champions and they are at 4.6. Perth are at 5.1. Stars at 6.2. Hobart 8s. Thunder 8.8. Strikers at 11. The Heat are 11.5. And the Renegades are 14.5. Over to Hawkins for the housekeeping. The Sixers are your defending champions. They also won it the previous year. Last year, they became only the second team to win the league and the title. So it's rare to finish in top spot and take the trophy home. This is a tough old league and title to win. Five teams qualify for the playoffs, remember, but the top two in the league ladder get two bites at the final. I could get used to calling you Hawkins. It suits you. It's like you unravel this wonderful world of information at your fingertips. Right. Paul and Richard, uh, in less than 10 words, one betting strategy for this tournament. Stick with the obvious because the form book generally holds up in this. More than 10 words. Richard Mann. Don't be afraid afraid to back big runs at the end of innings. The surge was a game changer last year. Also more than 10 words. Back to Ed for our start of the week. Boundary percentage, we know how important it was in the T20 World Cup and the Abu Dhabi T10, which is ongoing. So how do these teams rate for boundary hitting? We've put them in order from one to eight, and we've done that by taking the cumulative boundary percentage from our possible 11s, which will be revealed later in the show. So from bottom up, 
Adelaide Strikers at your worst hitters, followed by Perth Scorchers. Melbourne Renegades are sixth. Middle of the pack, Hobart Hurricanes, followed by the Sixers, rather surprisingly, at number four. Then 3-2-1, Heat, Stars and Sydney Thunder are your best power batting team. Bowling economy ranking, we'll run through this. This is last year's numbers. Melbourne at the bottom, Sydney Sixers second from bottom, amazingly. Brisbane, Hobart and the Stars are equal fourth, followed by Thunder, Strikers and Perth Scorchers at number one. However, all to play for and we expect all of those numbers to change, as we'll explain later. Great stuff, Hawkins. Right, let's start sorting these teams out for you in reverse betting order. So we start with the Melbourne Renegades. Melbourne Renegades kick off our team by team then. They are 14.5 with Betfair Exchange to win this thing and 5-2 to two to finish bottom with Betfair Sportsbook. How do they line up? They're going for a, a dodgy telephone number. Last two years, they finished eighth. Did they make it three eights in a row? Possible 11 for you. Finch, Marsh, Madison, Harper, Harvey, Nabby, Prestwich, Kane, Richardson, Pattinson, Zahir and Topley. They've got a lot of injury problems. Finch and Marsh aren't expected to start this series. Madison is a bizarre pick for them coming into skipper this side. And just to highlight how poor they are on boundary percentage, their second highest boundary percentage uh, in terms of individuals is Pattinson and he's down to bat at number nine. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Richard Mann. Do they finish bottom three in a, in a row, Richard? You know, I, I I won't say I fancy them, but I'm I'm a, I'm not so down on them as, as as I probably should be. Really, I know they've had two terrible seasons, but I watched them a bit last year, and I felt there was some young blood coming through. And actually, in the next few years, we, we might see them see them come again. This year might be a, a step too far, step too soon. But I think in in Jake Fraser McGurk, and I think in Mackenzie Harver, they've got two wildly talented batsmen. Um, so I, I wouldn't completely write them off. The Berlin service, the Berlin maybe short of a world-class leg spinner, but they're not completely out of it for me. And I think for a bet, their top batsman market is is, is a must must play. Doubts about Sean Marsh until Christmas. Finch is going to miss a few games early on, resting a dodgy knee. Mackenzie Carvey, 17-2, to two, and McGurk, 15-2, to two, two really talented youngsters. Um, I think they're... You could probably duck them in the in the top Renegades series uh, season batsman market with doubts about Finch and Marsh. Richard, one of the many things I love about you is your optimism. Um, Paul Krishnamurti, is this naive optimism? I'm not convinced by them at all. I, I think that five to two about finishing bottoms a perfectly fair price, to be honest with you. Um, you know they they just haven't. I mean, who have they got really? Who, when you compare them to the other squads in this, they look very weak, especially without Marsh and Finch. Um, I would just endorse those two bets, Rich. Put up to be honest with you, um, Fraser McGurk and Harvey. That's a good Dutch because I think that's right. That is the value market. Okay, thank you very much. Brisbane Heat are next. The team we so often love to hate. Uh, 11.5, glory on the exchange. Threes to reach the final with Sportsbook. 11-2 to two to finish bottom. Hawkins, how do you feel about them this year? Uh, I'm not so down about them. What I always hated about the Heat was when they were going off uh, second favourite or something like that, but they're not. Uh, and it's not, just ter- it's not a terrible price. They line up 
probably like this, with Lynn and Bryant opening the batting. Tom Abled, a terrific signing at three. Heaslett, Cooper, Pearson, the keeper. Baisley, Majib, Mourney, Morkel, Steckerty and Wildermuth. They're fourth on bowling economy, third on your batting rank. They're not too shabby. Richard Mann, talk to me. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that, actually. I think it's a really a strong top seven. Um, Tom Abel's a, a brilliant signing. I think Wildermuth's a terrific all-rounder, a real prospect. I, I, can't, I can't believe it'll be long before Australia are, are picking him for the one-day squads and maybe in Test cricket in the future. I think that, OK, I just I just worry that McGee might have a lot on his plate. He's a real sole spin threat, really, and, and that might, might catch him out. And the other thing to consider is Chris Lynn. He generally picks up an injury. He's very injury-prone, and they rely on him at the top. So that would put me off, but I'd... I, 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 I don't think they'll win it, but I don't think we'll struggle either. Paul Krishnamurti, uh, the bowling doesn't leap off the page, does it? What, what, what are your thoughts? It's not outstanding, but I mean, Stegerty was great last year and Mujib is good. And there must be a reasonable chance that Mitch Swepson gets released. Um, that, you know, I'm, I'm not down on here. I think they could, they could contend. They're better than they were last year. That is a really good middle order now with Tom Cooper. Jimmy Pearson is a great finisher. Um, in fact, that's one bet I would I would recommend is that backing Pearson top bat in every game will pay off. He'll he'll top score somewhere. Um, the only negative really for me is that last year, whilst they did better than we all expected, so much of that was down to Chris Lynn and Mark Steckerty. And can they deliver quite the same level again? Yeah, just to jump in on some of these uh, players who are missing from possible 11s. We're not picking players who are involved in the Ashes squad. So Swepson, as Paul mentioned there, Michael Nessa and Labrachain. Could this be a sort of a Sixers uh, version when they bring all their best players back at the end and they charge to the title? So they, they could well get stronger once the Ashes is over, Brisbane Heat. OK, good notes, guys. Thank you very much. Let's move on now to the Adelaide Strikers. 11.0 to win it on the exchange. Threes with Sportsbook to reach the final. Nine to two to come bottom. Ed Hawkins, you're not keen on them either. Not keen on them because they've suffered player drain because of um, the Ashes squad. Uh, let's give you a possible 11 and you'll probably see what I mean. Jake Weatherald and Short opening the batting, I think. Wells, Renshaw, Gibson. I've got Rashid Khan at number six. George Garton, Worrell, Wes Agar, Siddle and Foward. Uh, Ahmed. Um, you're just severely hamstrung by Ashes call-ups. Uh, Captain Travis Head is in the Ashes squad. Alex Carey likely to join them. Not the best boundary percentage rating um, previously. And they're at number eight this time. So it's hard to see them uh, doing much with the bat. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti, I'm coming to you first this time. These were the number two ranked bowling team last time. Is that enough to get them into the top five this time? I don't think so. It's possible they could sneak into fifth or fourth, but I don't think so. That is an extremely imbalanced side. And as they pointed out, can, can they cope with those losses to the Ashes? Can that batting lineup cope without Alex Carey and Travis Head? I'm not convinced. In fact, Talking about backing favourites, I think 17 to 10, Jake Weatherall to be top run scorer for Adelaide's rock solid bet uh, in the 
in the uh, specials markets. Also, just to say, Rashid Khan's way too short at 11 to 8 to be top wicket taker. You know, when you've got Peter Siddle and Wes Agar perfectly capable of winning that market too. Okay, thank you. Richard Mann, what have you spotted? Yeah, well, I, I mean, this is a terrific bowling attack, but a pretty poor batting lineup, and they need they need lost going matches to win. Really, um, I'd agree with what Paul said about Rashid Khan. I mean, Wes Agar was a wicket taking machine last year, um, so I'd, I'd probably be tempted to stick with him. I actually quite like Matt Renshaw uh, for top striker so, uh, tournament batsman at seventeen to two. Completely take Paul's point about Weatherall, and I, I can't believe they'll drop him down the order like they did a little bit last season. But still, I think Renshaw's a really good player. Probably didn't make the most of his move from. Brisbane last year but I'd give him another go and I, with Carey in particular he's going to play all the Ashes now um, and Travis Head missing I, I definitely think there's a bet there uh, whether you go with Weatherworld or Renshaw Okay thank you um, on to the final team for the back four in the betting now it's Sydney Thunder 8.8 to win on the exchange threes to reach the final with Sportsbook Hawkins Thank you. Is this the value? Last two years, third and fifth, they're number one for boundary percentage. They rank very high for bowling economy at number three, the closest team to putting both disciplines together. Possible 11, Hales, Ross, Billings, Cutting, Davies, McAndrew, uh, by the way, McAndrew, 27.9 boundary percentages in the last two years. Sams, Green, Doggett, Sanger and Saki Mahmood. It's a really terrific signing as a wicket taker. Your negative is Kawaja is out because of the ashes, but he could return for the run-in. I think they're going to go tight here. OK, Richard Mann, what do you reckon about this lot? Uh, I mean, look, I was all over them last year and that they really fluffed the lines. They were they were steaming away. They should have finished in the top two. They should have finished top, really. They hammered the sixes uh, at one point and, and they threw it away, away really. The, I wouldn't say they bottled it, but they definitely didn't hold their nerve as well as they should have done. And I just wonder if their chance might have gone now. Kawaj is a big loss and I think Callum Ferguson's an even bigger loss, former captain. I think... I think they'll really miss him. Shane Bond's gone as well. He was the head coach. And I just wonder if that side the last couple of years have been building to win it last year might just be falling apart now. There's some match winners in there. I'm a massive Sam's fan. McAndrew's um, a terrific, terrific cricketer, as he's been cutting. Um, but I just think their chance might have gone. What I would say is Alex Ailes for, for top Thunder batsman. I mean, he's 11 to 8 with Betfair Sportsbook. It's short enough, but if you're looking for a multiple, last two seasons, I mean, he finished as a top tournament run scorer last year. He was second the year before, both times obviously uh, topping for the Thunder. And I think he'll do the same again. He's definitely one for your multis. Paul Krishnamurti, anything you like? Well, first of all, Rich has just said my nap there, which was Alex Hales, 11-8, top run scorer. Um, I do think they have got a chance. Um, they're, not my, they're not my main selection, but I think they'll qualify. And the thing that's going to do them, is, as has been said, losing Kawaja and Callum Ferguson is really probably too much to ask. But at the same time, Saki Bermuda's a brilliant signing. Tanvir Sanger had a, a brilliant tournament last year. Again, that could be a good market, the top wicket taker. I think Daniel Sand is way too short there. Good a player as he is. Um, Sanger's got 21 wickets from 15 matches last year. Sam's got 11 from 10. And now you've got Sakib Mahmood, who's a big contender for me in the um, potential uh, top, bat, top bowler winner. Um, but the, the nap there is definitely Alex Hales at 11 to 8. 
Okay, that's the bottom four in the betting done. Still to come, we're going to tell you how the Sixers, the Stars, the Scorchers and the Hurricanes are going to fare, plus top bat and top bowler wagers, and most importantly, the best bets. Hobart Hurricanes have never won the Big Bash. They're 7-1 to one on the exchange to win it this year, 5-2 to two with Sportsbook to reach the final. Ed Hawkins, what does their possible 11 look like? Batting power is good with Short and Wade opening the batting. McDermott, another hitter. Hanscom we've got in there if they want to use an anchor. Uh, big signings now. Harry Brook uh, sandwiched in the middle of uh, is Tim David. Of their other big signing, Jordan Thompson. Yorkshire lads. Meredith, Ellis Boland, Lamachane. I think they're a fair price, Hobart. I'd say that. Qualification should be a minimum for them. OK. Um, Paul Krishnamurti, I've got a feeling... These might be your guys. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. They're very much on my shortlist. And I think they are the value at the um, opening prices. Um, Miss Matthew weighed a lot last year. So hopefully he won't play too much during the Ashes, if at all. So we'll have him. But I don't really see the weakness in that side, um, especially with the two Yorkshire signings. McDermott's a brilliant player. Darcy Short's a match winner. Uh, you've got a tremendous finisher in uh, Tim David, who's really come on. Uh, and a great bowling lineup. You've got six bowlers there, really. Any per- Now you've got Joel Paris as well. I don't really see the weakness. Um, Lamichani, another wicket take, another uh, match winner there. Riley Meredith had a brilliant season last year. So, yeah, absolutely. I think they'll qualify and of no reason. They're certainly going to be in my betting plans. Okay, Richard Mann, you're a Yorkshireman, in case anybody at home hadn't worked that one out. Brooke and Thompson, the missing pieces here? Well, Brooke's an excellent signing. He just beefs up an excellent batting lineup, doesn't he? I hope he's not batting down at five. I'd like to see him in at three, but Ben Ben McDermott, I'm a massive fan of him too. So where they fit these guys in, probably they're going to be their biggest headache, really, keeping everyone happy. I mean, Wade was a finisher at the World Cup for Australia, but I suspect he'll want to be opening again. But no, as Paul said, really strong side. They're not my selection, but I I I certainly couldn't put anyone off. Oh, tantalising us, Richard Mann. Who are your Christmas selection? That is the question. Next up, Melbourne Stars, 6.2 on the exchange to win the title. Big disappointment last year, coming seventh after winning it the previous year. Betfair Sportsbook go nine to four. They're going to make the final. Hawkins. Thank you, Collins. Boundary percentage rating, they are second and they're fourth on bowling economy, so they're close to putting the disciplines together. Possible 11 for you. Uh, I think this is impressive. Stoinis, Clark, Larkin, Maxwell, Burns, Cartwright, Rainbird, Colton Isle, Case Ahmed, Stanlake and Zampa. Burns is the only one I've got a problem with in that lineup. Very, very settled side and they're not going to be bothered by call-ups, I suspect. They're going to go really close. Richard Mann, are you convinced? They seem to me to be short of one gun paceman, perhaps. Well, actually, I'm, I'm not a massive Billy Stanley fan, but he, he does have he does have pace, doesn't he? I think the key to the chances is Nathan Coulter Niley has to stay fit, and that hasn't always been the case. But no, I'm really sweet on Melbourne. They are my pick. Oh. Um, as, yeah, I mean, look, a few years ago, they were the stars, and it was Peterson, it was Warren, and it was billboard signings, and actually no, no silverware, as is usually the way in, in T20 franchise cricket. But now I think they've got a settled side, 
think Maxwell captaining is perfect because he can bat himself at four as he was doing for RCB and he's settled and you get the best out of him in that way. Joe Clark, terrific signing, brilliant player. I think I think it's only off the field issues that have kept him out of the England side in, in one of the formats. Him and Stein are probably the, the, the best opening partnership in the competition. Clark was striking at 175 in the Vitality Blast last summer. He made 371 runs for knots. Look, terrific player. And the two spinners... What do we say all the time? Rispin wins your matches in T20 cricket. Zampa pretty much won Australia the World Cup. Case Ahmed. I think this is just such a strong side. Cartwright gives it a biff in the middle order for the death overs. I see no weaknesses, really. And last year, they would have qualified for the playoffs were it not for losing the last three group matches. Bit of an implosion, really, having done so well the previous few years. But their overseas were poor last year. And I think Joe Clark coming in, massive boost. I just... I think they'll go really, really deep. They haven't won it before, and that's nagging in the back of my mind. They've blown a couple of chances, haven't they? Um, but they're looking a very strong side to me, and I think they're the value. Oh, Richard, man, I love hearing you talk about a team you're sweet on. It's like you're giving the speech at your daughter's wedding. Um, Paul Krishnamurti, do you love them or loathe them? I like them a lot. I'm not going to argue with anything Rich said. Um, my, look, my plan, I think that the real... A really good value bet available is the Quinella market, which is like a reverse forecast, as we would call it in England. And I think that we've already said Hobart are one of my picks. Melbourne Stars are the second in, in a second in that. I think they are bound to be in contention. Uh, I agree with you. The one weakness is probably the lack of a gun pace bowler. Disappointed maybe that Harris Ralph isn't there as it was a couple of years ago, uh, but. You can't argue with Stoilis, Maxwell, and Clark Burns. That's a really, really strong batting lineup. And Adam Zampa, as Rich said, just won Australia the World Cup. Case Ahmed, perfect uh, spin partner. So I can't see them being far away. Okay. Thank you very much. Over and out for Melbourne Stars. Okay. Right. To the top two in the betting now. They just happen to have contested the final last time. Perth Scorchers up first. They're the second favourites. 5.1 on the exchange, 17 to 10 to reach the final with the sports book. Edward, over to you. Yeah, worst price alert of the tournament. I'll give you a possible 11 first. Inglis, Laurie Evans, Mitchell Marsh, Munro, Patterson, Turner, Ashton Agar, Ty, Kelly, Berendorf, Hatsoglu. Look, Perth were great last season, but they had Roy, Ingram, and Livingston. It's a completely different batting lineup. And that's why they're ranked down at number seven on your boundary percentage now. The bowling was at number one on economy, but Jai Richardson could miss a chunk of this series because of Ash's duty. I think this is a wrong price and not in a good way. Oh, Ed, Ed Hawkins going in hard. Um, Paul, players coming and going, it is a nightmare, isn't it? It is absolutely. And I completely agree with Ed there. I couldn't have scorchers at the price at all. That's, that's a different side. You know, no team could expect to lose Roy, Livingston, Ingram and Farwood Ahmed as well um, and not be affected and probably Jai Richardson due to the Ashes. So, I, no, I think they're really poor value to take them on. OK. Um, Richard Mann, do you agree with Ed on that and Paul on that price? 
I do, I do, yeah. I mean, they're, they're far too short. What, one thing I would say, and all I'm, I'm just trying to throw a different opinion in there, is last year, Ashton Agar missed the whole of the regular season through injury. Um, looks like they're going to have him back. He's a terrific cricketer and, and obviously gives them that spin option with no forward. And the other thing to say is when Perth were in their real glory is a few years ago and dominating this competition, there were countless times when they overcame injuries and absences and, and, and got themselves through and found a way. And I did think last year there was just signs that, that Adam Vogler's now coach taking over from Justin Lang and he, he's starting to, to put his, his feel on the side, moulding his side. Um, so they've got big things to overcome, but Perth Scorchers have done that in the past. So you never know. They're not for me at the prices, but ruling them out has been dangerous in the past. Okay, thank you. Last but not least, Sydney Sixers, the holders, aiming to be the first side to win three back-to-back. Can they do it? 4.6 on the exchange, 11.8 to reach the final. Edward Hawkins. Yeah, the Sixers, look at this for a lineup. Possible 11. Josh Felipe, Vince Hughes, Christian Silk, Henriquez, Tom Curran, Abbott, Dwarshius, O'Keefe and Bird. They did have a problem keeping it tight with the ball in the field. They're number seven on bowling economy, which just suggests to me that it's all about batting power, this tournament now, in a trend which is uh, being picked up all around the world. But do we do we ignore the bowling issues and just back the batsman? I'm not sure. OK, Richard Mann, what's your thoughts here? They're clearly the best balanced side. They've won it two years in a row. Are you just thinking they can't win it again? What? Tell me why they're not your pick. Well, well the favourites for, for a start, so you, you need to have no holes in, in the case you're making if you're going to be backing at those prices. I agree with Ed, though. I think the one weakness I had that last year, and I'm a, I'm a massive fan of the Sixers, but was when when they were bowling and teams got after them. Sometimes they didn't have the power to meet fire with fire. Think of when Alex Hills made a brilliant 100 last year at Adelaide. I think Thunder got 230-odd that day, and Sixers had no answer. So that would worry me a little bit about them. Trying to back it up for a third time is a huge ask. Um, I mean, look how good Mumbai Indians are, and they couldn't do it in the IPL this year. I mean, these are hard tournaments to win. Um, so it would put me off. One thing I would say about numbers with sixes, I mean, stats obviously I always have context, and the sixes generally do it when they need to do it. They, you know, they're, they're not a team that, that boss boss teams and, and win at a canter. But when it gets ugly and they need to get the job done like they did over the Christmas period, countless Dan Christian, Dan Hughes got them over the line in tight finishes. And you, you can usually rely on the Sixers in those scenarios. So they're impossible to rule out, but at the prices, I'm going to leave them. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti, they're 11 to 8 to reach the final. Is that the bet, perhaps, given the second chance that they finish in the top two? Um, no, because if you want to back them to get to the final, go with that Quinella market, and then you can take the teams you don't fancy out of it as well. Which, uh, so you can tell what my strategy is going to be there. It's going to be Sixers, Hurricanes, and Stars in uh, three Quinellas. Um, I look. I mean, Rich mentioned Mumbai Indians. This there's a massive sense of deja vu here. This is the conversation we were having in early April. This is a, a bespoke T20 side, perfectly well-balanced machine. There's absolutely no reason why they wouldn't contend. Uh, I like everything about that side. Great openers, great middle order, various bowling attack. Um, 
And the only negative is just that winning these things three times in a row is very, very hard. But uh, there's no reason to think they won't contend. They'll certainly qualify and, you know, maybe there's every chance they'll reach the final. But as I say, try the Quinella instead. Anything else? Anyone, any, any more for any more before I call time on this? No, you can call it. Time. That's the team by team done. But we're not, we're not done. We're not done at all. Far from done. Next is the best value on the tops. And following that, the best bets. Part four. Told you we weren't done. Now let's get some big numbers up. The top bats market for the tournament is awash with value, I'm assured, by Ed Hawkins, who has spent the last week inside this particular matrix. Yes, every single edition of the Big Bash has been won by an opener for your top run scorer market. Only one of them has not been Australian, and his name was Alex Hales, and that was last year. Uh, James Vince was second, by the way. So there you go. Okay, easy. Richard Mann, who are your picks? Uh, I'm going to go for Joe Clark, obviously a massive fan, uh, and, I, and I do think the stars will go deep. And Chris Lynn, dead interesting. He, he wasn't that far away last year, actually, and he missed a chunk of games with a hamstring injury. I think if he'd have been fit for all the games, he'd have gone really close. So, so Chris Lynn as well. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti, same to you, please. Alex Hales. Okay, quick. Quick game's a good game. I like it. Mm. Done. Top bowler and Ed Hawkins. You have a recipe for some success. Yeah, he's got to be Australian. He's got to bowl pace. So you can start to ignore your spinners. Rashid Khan is the only spinner to make the top three in Big Bash history for your top bowlers. Uh, Richardson, Dwarshius, Steckerty and Wes Agar were your top four last year. Got a bit of a sneaky suspicion Wes Agar might be valued. Saw 30 to 1 with Betfair Sportsbook. Um, but just check on his availability. But I think that's probably a wrong price. Okay. Easy. Again, Richard Mann, who are your picks? Uh, well, Sam's is obvious if you think Funder are going to go deep. Brilliant death bowler. And I thought Liam Hatcher, obviously, sticking with the Melbourne Stars thing. But he bowls really well at the death. Good York. And I'm hoping he takes another step forward this year. 25 to 1 looked interesting. Very nice indeed. Paul Krishnamurti, same to you, please. Ben Dwarshus at 11 to 1. And for the value, Sakib Mahmood, 35 to 1. Oh, I like Sakib. Oh, what's that? Well, it's the Saki Mahmood Klaxon, I think. It is. <laughs> From Australia, by the sounds of it. Right, big tick for the big fish. Now, to find out which wagers make it into our top selections for our best bets. Best bets, scores, doors, Hawkins. Best bets time for the bash. Paul Krishnamurti is plus 29. Richard Mann is minus 0.2. That doesn't even count. Uh, he's moments away from a plus, I'm sure of it. Richard Mann is not going to go first this week, though. I think that's Paul Krishnamurti's honour. Both have got five units to spend. How are you going to spend it, Paul? OK, um, I'm going to start off by splitting three units on the Quinella. So one unit on each. Sixers Hurricanes at 17. Stars Sixers at 12. And stars Hurricanes at 23. And I'm going to split a unit on Harvey McKenzie and Fraser McGurk in the top Melbourne Renegades batsman market. Okay, and I'll have my other two units on a double. Alex Hales, top batsman for Thunder, and Jake Weatherald, 
top batsmen for Adelaide at 11 to 8 and 17 to 10, respectively. My run for home then. Uh, I'll have a, a unit on Matt Renshaw, top Adelaide strikers batsman. Uh, a unit on Joe Clark, top Melbourne Stars batsman. A unit on Brendan Dogger, top Sydney Thunder bowler. And my final unit is on Melbourne Stars to win the Big Bash. And that's your lot. That's the Big Bash previewed. We found you the winner, I reckon. What have we got coming up next on Cricket Only Better? Well, would you believe it's the Ashes series preview and first test. That will be in your ears next week. Don't miss it. <laughs> <laughs>